0: And welcome to the Top Corner Podcast, it's your host, it's Ibrahim, and I'm joined by Elijah. What's Sup? What's up? Yeah. You didn't even say my name. Elliot, because his reaction, <laughs> did you not see, like... Well, falling
1: asleep already.
0: Yeah. Oh, fucking bad stuff. Bringing
1: the energy, Elijah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs>
0: Guys, um,
1: bank holiday weekend. How was it for you, there? Yeah, you can probably hear my throat, it was a little bit heavy.
2: You guys went up to where? Where did you guys go? Brighton. You had a really fun one, uh, Ibs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you had a crazy See, one.
1: I, I stopped and I, I got some rest, in, and Ibs just carried on going. Carnival. Cheese. Chee- buddy, take buddy, take buddy, take Chee- buddy, Chee- buddy. <laughs> buddy bags. Go- <laughs> hey. It came
2: with the buddy bags today. Yeah, right? Buddy. <laughs> we,
1: we we went to Brighton, and then um we was on the drive back, and it's pissing it down with rain. And I was like, I'm ready to go home. I just want my bed. And as we're leaving, like, me and Ibs are walking to the station. And Ibs was like, yeah, I'm going carnival. I'm going to put some shorts on, get out in the rain and go carnival. I was like, I couldn't think of anything
0: worse. Was like, it's horrible. It was amazing. <laughs> it's crazy. But I feel shit right now. But anyway. Anyway, and it was hard fitting in all the football. From this weekend on a bank holiday, yeah, it's a great weekend of football.
2: Yeah, I think I think a lot of London, there's a lot of yeah, a lot of Londoners will be in your position, but
0: like you feel like they sacrifice yeah more for carnival,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah for carnival for just going out on the bank holiday weekend.
0: Yeah, do you think like maybe the footballers should get this bank holiday as well? Like just well, to have a good time. Just just this one, just it, this
2: one. They should have done the international friendlies on this weekend. Yeah, on this
0: yeah. weekend. So next like, weekend it's going to be nothing. To, it's like next weekend's time. There's that there's is bang to do. Out of order. Yeah. But maybe they're doing it because it's like oh, it's bank holiday. Everyone wants to. Everyone's going to be at home doing nothing. So maybe they could just watch Please, football. Please, it's well, August. They understand? Yeah, it's, it's August it's, bank holiday. People are out
2: it's doing, it's doing
0: something. Yeah, I agree. That's a bad one. Who do we have to write in to to suggest that to you?
2: I don't know. The computer that um, decides all the (laughs) Premier (laughs) League matches. Right right into uh, into set Blatter. Apparently he's still running things up. The power behind all of it. (laughs) Yeah, the power behind everything.
0: Um, Let's go into the first game, what we thought was like the most impressed. No, actually it wasn't the most impressive. It was the the most. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of good games. It was hard to pick um, the best games from this weekend, I think. But this one was a back and forth that we enjoyed
0: between um, Burnley and Everton.
2: Mm hmm. You,
1: you've messed it up already. <laughs> Bournemouth and Everton. Bournemouth yeah.
0: and El- Everton. Oh, there you go. That's There's so many B's in this league. It's, yeah, definitely. Yeah, this is a very interesting match, though. This is pretty good. Spicy. It was. It was Bournemouth uh, comeback Kings again. Comeback, baby. They're just about it. They're just really good at coming back from behind. See, I'm, I'm going to... Is that badly organised? Like, this, this is what I mean. I'm going
1: to bring up a point that I made last podcast. At, at some point, you've got to think, why are they always falling behind? If they weren't falling behind, would they not be winning all these games? And they were behind... Not, not to make any... Because it's amazing they do it all the time. It's yeah. like the, the amount of comebacks they do is phenomenal. But, but then maybe there's a reason that Eddie Howe setting them up wrong <laughs> and then he realises mid-game.
2: I don't know but then you've got to fit the other side is, uh, and ask yourself how the hell do they keep coming back from behind yeah <laughs> like the the team has spirit like there's no doubt about that oh, and, you know does. if you're beating Bournemouth you better know that you're still in for a fight 2-0 down 3-0 down 4-0 down they're going to fight to the end especially if they're playing at home
0: and we've said that they do
1: have a lot of firepower without a shadow team. of a
2: doubt yeah without a shadow of a doubt it may, um,
1: and maybe to a certain extent they are still every time they're coming back they're overachieving yeah because they have got these players that used to play in league one league two that they have been Bournemouth players for five, six, seven years. Mm. Um, their defence has hardly changed other than maybe Nathan Aki is the only one that you think mm-hmm. has come in and like made them stronger. But they've got m- pretty much, if, if it was a different manager, you could argue, that's a championship squad. Mm. So maybe the comebacks and the falling behind is all just because they're not that good a side and it's just them doing their very, very best and they've been sustaining it for years now. It's like every crazy. game is a cup match for them. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how they can get to those levels every time. I mean, they have the odd game where they get smashed five or six nil against a big team or something. Um But it's insane what they're doing for years. Years on end,
0: they're doing it.
2: And they've had good finishes. I think every season that they've finished, they've had a decent position in terms of in the league. Like They're not they're, they're not, not
0: going like bottom of the barrel. No, at they're at not. The end of like lo- they're
2: not. And they're not going to... I know you guys kind of like alluded to it in like our first ever podcast of this season, but they're not going down. I can't see them going down. No, I said it, but... I can't go down.
1: I don't know. It's it just the way. It's the way they do it. It's the way they teeter on the edge they, every game. That I, I
0: just get the feeling that that luck runs out.
2: They will. Ha- they have bad runs, but like, I think, as long as Eddie Howe's there, they're not going down.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not going to make a statement like like that at this point. I, I'm not sure. Any everyone's looking a bit dodgy. Wasn't he part of one of your six my, teams no, to Burnley, go down this season?
2: No, Burnley, Burnley, <laughs> one of my worst
0: six teams. Burnley were one of them. Which we'll get into. There were
2: five others, weren't there? There were five others. I
0: was covered all There <laughs> <laughs> were
2: three teams to go hit really good, but it's picked six teams to go down. It's and a clear it, out, people.
0: Into this game, uh, Richarlison, who's been having an amazing start to his Everton career.
1: Yeah, I heard someone say earlier, it was, it's just funny how. He's had a g- a first couple of games are amazing. Everyone's put him in a fantasy football team. Mm. He's got a straight red and a two game ban.
2: <laughs> yeah, my was with my friend literally, um, that same day, he was walking down the road I was like, Oh, what's the football scores? He t- took out his phone and was like, Fuck with <laughs> <laughs> i I got him on a fantasy football team, curse him. Yeah. I was like, Ruh. Oh, so stupid. Yeah, is so what like, do we think? Immature. It's just immature. But is it so? Yeah, remember, he's like, what, 20, 21 years old? Like, that's just immaturity. No, and,
0: and there's older players in the league that still do stupid shit. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, of course, of course. But I still think, like, if you're going to do something like that, just do it properly. That's exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. Not him in the head. It's Mate, really you're frustrating. You sent off, you might as well. Because it's
1: not worth, uh, it's one of these ones, it doesn't look like it's a sending off, it, it feels like a soft sending off, but to the letter of the law and all that kind of boring crap that people say, it is a sending off. But if you're going to do it, you might as well do it. It's like, exactly, exactly the same three free matches.
0: If I was a ref, I'll let him off and say, th- You didn't do it properly. If you try it again, I'll give you the red card. Yeah, yeah. try again, if try again. Like, if he does it to you again, I'll give him a red card. But this time, I'm just going to let him off because he didn't connect with you. I
2: would have just been <laughs> like, Here's the red in my hand. You go and earn that red. Yeah. You go and earn that red.
0: Go hit it properly. Hit him hard. You got 10 seconds. You got 10 seconds, <laughs> got ten seconds to, it's to like hit him a, hard. It's like the purge.
1: <laughs> you get 10 second purge to go really earn it. <laughs> um, I, I, I was watching, um, I think I can't remember. Ibs, if I've mentioned it to you, but I was watch, when I was researching for an article that I wrote for Top Corner Magazine, which is on sale now on Top Corner Magazine.com, magazine. issue nine. Woo. I was Love. writing an article about Roy Keane, um, and I was watching old footage of Arsenal and United back in 2003, 2004, when they had those string of games where. The hatred between like Keane and Vieira and then Van Nistelrooy a bit later, it was like highly charged all the time. Like, just even just to highlight some of the tackles coming in, and there was like those kind of head butt, kind of head to head like tussles just every five minutes. Mm. So it's the only time I, I remember you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, but you just sort of said it's getting a bit soft, like Isn't football's mad getting mad a bit soft. soft. Yeah, and soft. I, and I, I kind of maybe because it's happened slowly over time, I've not really cared either way i've not been that kind of guy so like, oh back in the day it used to be like this mm-hmm. but even if it's in 2003 when people used to complain it was soft then and i'm watching it now like oh my god it's good it's it's crashing th- into yeah. tackles and they're not just getting a sort of like if you do
0: that again you'll get a booking mm-hmm. you know it's changed a lot it has changed a lot um theo walcott on this game as well had a yo
2: he's got two goals two and two
0: yeah and he was great. He's going like, se- I mean, yeah, to like. have a good
2: season, I think. With, with that manager and with that team around him, he's going to score. I'll give him like 14, 15 goals this season. Maybe 10 assists.
1: That's 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 a, That's, that's, that's a massive season. That's England's cracking England. He could go season. back
2: and... Well, I mean, there's not a lot of competition. Jamie Vardy's announced that he's retiring from international football. I, has he?
0: Yeah, yeah. today
1: Jamie Vardy's retiring.
0: He's only been in international football for a year.
2: Yeah, <laughs> two, three years. He's old, I guess. Really? He is old, yeah. he? he's he's like, older. He's older. He's older. Twenty nine, thirty. He's still 30. outpace a lot of players. I know, but he feels like Gareth Southgate wants younger players, so he's like, that's well. true, that's true. But mm-hmm. yeah, now feel I think feel could get back into get back get back into the England setup if he continues with the form that he's on now. Yeah. I would have loved him at Arsenal with Emre uh, there. They waited out and that winger. <laughs> he would have been perfect as a uh, as that. But I do think he will have a, a great season with um, as long as he stays injury free. um I mean, people like Sigerson and what's the other guys in the, the, the forward. To- Tosson. I think them, him and Theo have a good, they clearly have a good, you know, wavelength and they want to, yeah, they've got a good link up, um, mentality between the two of them. I think they can have a good season together.
1: I think, I think Theo is exactly his level. I, I agree. Mean, I think that he's found his level, which is very, very good. I was always that like, really critical of him because it just, it's easy to think someone's crap when they're outclassed, when they're even at the top. Um, Theo Walcott is not a bad footballer he's proven now that he's like a whoever the team is that are 7th and maybe he could push into the top 6 that's Theo Walcott and that's where he shines and he is playing really well now and I'm the first to admit I just give him so much crap but it is quite nice to see him do well it's nice
0: and and I think just him getting the goals is the nice thing like I still think he's decent and he troubles teams of his pace but he is a ship player
2: he's not a ship, mate I've seen you play football you can't call anyone shit (laughs) I'm not a professional footballer. I'm, so I'm not a professional prepared. footballer. So exactly, I exactly, exactly. You're not, you're be not. Be so leave, he, uh, let him prefer- he's not Walker. a shit player. He's Fier not Walker a shit player. Is is a shit player. player. He's not a shit player. There's a lot of other shit. Bro, for a man who told me six teams are going down when it's only possible three teams, yeah, you can't tell me nothing about nothing about football, okay?
0: Why not? Well, what am I doing on, on this podcast? And should I just? I've been. I've been. I just. Now we're
2: both looking at Elliot thinking, could there's a decision. that yeah, needs to be made, made about, about his. position I'm to be
0: this evening, sir. So <laughs> see to you guys it. later. Suck him live on
2: air. <laughs> Yeah, suck him live but yeah. I'm, I'm
0: gonna call him. I'm gonna call him shit for one reason only. What he's done at Arsenal was absolutely. Yeah, but like. He, no, 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 no. Also, also, him scoring is great right now, but let's not forget. I don't think he's gonna score 15 goals this season. I do not think he's going to score 15 I think goals. he'll get around 10, yeah. 9 or 10. I I Premier League goals as well or are we talking like FA Cup and like all these shit cups that he's going to be living cuz he's going to be feeding? I think Premier League can easily
2: get 13, I think 15 overall. All right. And let me let me just be clear yeah. Bruv, if he's got 100 goals Plus for Arsenal. Yeah. So you keep over, calling him shit. Over the space I heard hold on, heard it, I heard, 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 heard I do heard heard heard. how life. many times okay, so how many times <laughs> how many years was he injured for? Like he was out for like a good let's year and a, and a half. A. Walker,
0: Arsenal yeah, 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 yeah. Let's not yeah,
2: yeah. Let's not have that. But like I'm just I'm just saying, you're looking at it like he was paying for the whole time no, he was I at Arsenal. I, I just
0: think he's,
2: he's like he he was in and out of the team. But for the last no, three, four God, years he in and out of the
0: team. He's not a smart player, he's not a smart footballer. He has attributes that are really good, he's really fast. He he look he looks outclassed compared to
1: the that new brand of winger that can now cut inside and can be creative yeah. and yeah. he's not that yeah, he's
0: not but, but what he is is he can get in behind you and is just, as good yeah, as ever yeah, a need exactly but
2: so, yeah. i think we need to show a level of respect here when you keep calling people shit players he's not a shit player
0: all right sorry mate on oh. I, don't know. I, don't know oh, no, I, I won't call. You know when these averages? I won't, say, I won't, won't call anyone, anyone else shit. You know, what? okay. Really I really want, leave. You know, you know when like really we got. Really I'm really happy
2: cool we. we got on Robbie Savage and Michael Owen. You're like what oh, they would don't, have. Don't, you don't, are, no, you are, you are, you are. You're, you respect, are, you're brof, talking brof,
0: respect, brof, and
2: you're calling me Mark Owen. Both? when you talk like that, you Mark Owen, bro? Yeah, no, you know you are. I apologize. No, no, no. If Robbie Savage and Mark Owen had a love <laughs> child, you would be that guy.
0: <laughs> right, I'm gonna do that anyway, own that shit. We haven't we haven't even gotten through this. Tea. Um, we got Adam Smith getting sent off as well. Um,
2: yeah, that was soft. In Phil's words, that was very, very, very soft. Yeah. I was so surprised. <laughs> I thought it was a yellow card. Yeah,
0: that was a red card
2: there. It wasn't a red card. No, it was. A, it, was a red it was a red card. card. I think it was he well, had, again, a, lot again, again, it had it. a lot to do. A lot to do. By the the, the, of the law. law. He yeah he like, had a lot uh, it annoys me it's like people- trying to
0: headbutt someone but not connecting like, <laughs> yeah you stopped him from scoring a goal but you didn't do it properly you yeah. just got him a little bit
1: that rule always annoys me people seem to freak out like I don't even know what the rules are when the rules are really simple it's so simple if it's inside the box and it's last man it's a yellow because you're getting the penalty if it's outside the box it's a red because it's last man that's that's all it it's was it's simple last man back Theo's supposed to be a clever guy and he's like I just don't understand the rules It was like Come on man He
0: probably likes Adam Smith Or something like He's He's just just a nice nice guy guy. He's just a nice guy And you don't want anyone To dislike him Sorry I got you sent off today Yeah exactly
2: (laughs) I'm going to sort that fear like All podcasts
0: so I, like, I like how you can go from supporting him and then to suddenly like insulting his yeah.
1: ass. You can't, I, I, you can't I, call I, him shit but you can mock his voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you can personally. V-Walk is an amazing <laughs> to the the corner, is an amazing footballer guys. He's an amazing <laughs> All footballer. Right guys
0: let's move on for this game. But it, was a, it, was very it was a good team, game. It was let's just very say,
2: very say that um, Everton again showed good good quality and good mental strength to again be 10 men down and still get a result from this but, game. Uh, both teams showed yeah. so much. The yeah.
1: 10 men of Everton show that Marco Silva could get to the, them exactly in the same way as fear walcott he could just get them to exactly where they deserve to be it doesn't necessarily have to be top six it could just be that seventh place
0: that everyone thinks they'll be at but, but that's a lot decent, better than they I have been for a long time yeah yeah playing decent football with a really good squad yeah. of players yeah or until that is until someone comes trying to hire him for a job
2: yeah. then it goes crashing down <laughs>
0: yeah uh let's move on to Fulham burnley which is another one that was very entertaining
2: Burnley look shit this season.
1: They look bad, but we know why. It's yeah, the, yeah, they're coming off the back of this European. They've been playing since the World Cup. Their first, their first yeah. European game was basically like a few, like a week after the World Cup or something. Um, uh, did any of their players go to the World Cup? No, but I'm saying that all their European qualification games has been going on for months and months and months. And you can say it, you can, like it it, ma- it has a big toll just because you're not used to it. You're not used to how to prepare your body every weekend because you're playing in the week and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that is what is affecting them. But they look really bad. But they, knew, they, the one thing they, thing they they had bad. last season was just defensive stability and they're just all over the
2: place. One could say that they, out of every team in the league, they would be in the mojo <laughs> of playing games. You know, if teams are still getting to the level of you know, top fitness, number one, and getting into the level of actually playing week in, week out. They should already be in that. You know, I, I'm not hearing that they're tired yet because the, they've already played three, what, three league games. And how many?
1: I think quite, they
0: played two Europa games. I mean, no, two they more. more they so played it's quite a they just had a one two leg. Two legs? They one, yeah,
1: they just had one leg. The game oh, before okay. then, but they come off the back of maybe two or three
2: more. Really, qualification. I
1: mean, um, qualification I mean but
2: that's over what? Over what? A couple like over preseason. It's like a Over preseason. So and they've, a got they've of, had a they've had a, a longer preseason. Team. Yeah. Th-
1: this, this game they come off the back of was Olympiacos away, so Olympiakos are a better team and they lost three one.
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> so it, it was like a, they're coming off a harder game, so maybe that's a little bit. And I think it's not so much even like the physical effect it's like this weird psychological difference yeah, of yeah. how you prepare yourself and lift yourself for every single game Very true. whereas last season that they had that that um freedom to just treat every game like a, a cup final is like a crappy cliche but they they were going into every game with all their energy and all their focus but now they're just elsewhere and they look elsewhere
0: but they could have bought in the summer which they yeah didn't.
1: they've haven't they bought poorly and daisha said that they've bought
0: poorly. oh he's admitted that yeah they bought Joe Hart that's, and that's their it signing. that's yeah. the only signing the, that's ridiculous. Jesus Christ but they, they they were bad defensively in this game but they do still look like a threat up front with Wood um, who's the other guy that you like Barnes oh he wasn't playing in this game No, oh, he wasn't playing
2: but it didn't um, that oh, was Wood that I, I like yeah Oh yeah, the one that you fought, Chris, was from, uh, Hendrick, Chris Wood. Hendrick scored as well, didn't he? Henry, that's that's the guy. Was he not? Was he injured last season? <laughs> yeah, he didn't uh, for, like yeah, 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 yeah. I like him. I like him. I, I like think him.
1: I think they'll be fine long term. I think Burnley will be fine because it looks like they're going to get knocked out of the <laughs> European <laughs> League anyway. They can
2: focus their energy. Um, but I, I,
1: yeah, I don't see him going down or anything. Super so
2: Fulham. Fulham look but great. Look oh my god, my man. Um, I bet of is just waiting for Newcastle away. <laughs> He is waiting for Newcastle away. I promise he's doing a Madness. He's going to do a Madness. He's 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 probably going to score and get sent off in the same, same minute. Same minute. not the same game, same minute.
1: It's amazing how calm he looks. Now he's just playing good football. Yeah. He just doesn't need to go hurtling into tackles because he can just take, he can take it easy knowing that he's going to do something right eventually because it's, everything he touches at the moment turns to gold. It's amazing. I I
2: think the team's built for him, like built around him. Like, they, like, the third, go- oh, no, his second goal. Their third goal, where it was a counter attack, and then it kind of fell, it fell away, and then the guy, I saw the guy. He looked up, and he saw it point to where he wanted it in the air. Ping, go. and you could just tell like they have they on a wavelength, all of them, and you know that they're trying to get the best out of him um and he's trying to get the best out of the players that are around him as well even the third goal also oh, even their fourth goal it came from him coming in trying sh- to get a hat trick yeah shot post went to um Schurler, who had how many shots on and <laughs> goal he had an amazing so, game he had like, an amazing by game.
1: default by like if you just keep shooting you You're gonna gotta have score
2: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta score at some point but like you could just tell that like, the team is built around him and everyone's benefiting from that
0: it's a classy team. They've got really good squad players. They've got yeah. Seri. Oh, that, that was a that banger. goal was stupid. Yeah, I love that Seri goal. Yeah. I thought that was quality. Banger. Just, they've got a quality team. And I've I, I've wanted to see them play against like a solid Premier League team. And Burnley. This was the win that we were kind of waiting for. Yeah. I mean, it's only the third game of the season. But even the first couple, it's
1: like, oh, Fulham looked like they got more. Yeah, I've, I've, that, oh, okay.
0: I haven't seen anyone like ping it about that, like that, like, like against if you know what i mean like you know those lower league teams like yeah. the way yeah. the, the connection between everyone the passing around it was really
1: smooth the only thing I, I will say about fulham is they will lose games of because course. of the way they play yeah of course that so they, when they're when they're in possession their back line is like right on the halfway line and i think it was the i don't know if it was the first or second goal that come from a, a, a misplaced pass and then a counter-attack and they're chasing the ball mm. so against like uh they're gonna to have to be very clever, even against sort of like higher mid-table, and then obviously the bigger teams mm. to play a little bit different and a bit a bit smarter about. They're not going to own every single game, mm. but games like this where they got possession of the ball, they just look amazing.
2: I think I think against the bigger teams, they you will see them drop back, but I think they can help people in the counter attack. Mitrovic, yeah, yeah, Scherler, got, who else they got? On the, on, yeah, Session the,
0: didn't even play. So there
2: you go. They got they got, they got players got Max Meyer as well. Yeah, they got players that could. Maximise it no, That like Crystal Palace Yeah
0: Clearly you know How I'm feeling right now <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, feeling I'm <laughs> he's having a shocker today, I'm mate. He's having
2: a Burnley game today
0: <laughs> I've been worse Than a Burnley game <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> Please talk Okay I am going to talk about like Theo You talk about like Sean Dyash And today we're just going to Make the podcast Absolutely uh, hilarious <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maximise <my>, <laughs> <palace> it <lover. laughs> No he's currently At Crystal Palace him <laughs> <Abraham. laughs>
0: Can we move on To the Watford The Watford game as well That was a really good game Uh yeah, you we, we've kind of done this.
1: I only kind of want to mention this one just mainly because we've not talked about Watford on it yeah. this season and they've won their first three games. And you guys said that oh, yeah, the, the said manager was going to get sacked. We said he was going to be the
0: first manager to get sacked.
1: <laughs>
2: There's no we in that. I did not well, say shit. <laughs> don't we. <me. laughs>
1: every, every season I'm like Watford are going like, to lose. Sack, he, oh, no, he, he,
2: will, he will sack get sacked it. at some point this season. <laughs> I'm with you on but that. Won't be, won't won't
1: be, <laughs> he won't deserve it but he will get sacked. Yeah, at
2: some point he will get sacked. I will be very surprised if he lost the whole season. I like the way
1: they've got him playing. They're playing well. and I think they got the nicest kit in the press. Premier League, so. well, and
2: Pereira's playing out of his skin as well. Pereira's crazy. He's yeah. looking at that ju- Juventus player that he was that he was could many, have been. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, they're really good. It's so weird. I think do they always have like a decent start and then it kind of just goes downhill. Really they had quickly.
2: one last year, but then obviously they sat the manager. Yeah, Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's know. Like if they, someone comes along and fucks up shit for them, like some this is weird dude. if you want to get Watford out of the way you offer their managers a contract <laughs> and then it goes downhill from Derby that's what you do I think, think tactical like. here maybe
1: maybe Marcus Silva's maybe now he's proven it at Everton that he could be quite a good manager long term like we all thought he was but it feels like whatever, whatever any manager does at Watford just means nothing their ownership structure is so strange they're, they're, the way they sign players and the way they move players on is, is odd that they're, they're part of this huge conglomerate of loads of different clubs and it just, it works. Whenever they sack a manager, we think, oh, they've messed it up. They've fucked it up this time again. And they just move on to the next one and don't even miss a beat. Will Hughes is now back back in the team and Will Hughes is like, looking so good as well. I think he's another one that's going to be an England call-up soon.
0: Sick. All right, let's move on to um, Man United. Tottenham. hot right, Can we
2: just give a shout out to Wolves and their display against oh, Man City? City. Oh, well, because... No. <laughs> I don't think City will have the season that they had last season. I think teams will break them down and will score against them and give them a tighter game. Watford kind of like proved that you could do that. Not Watford, sorry. Wolves proved that you could do that. Um, through was
1: through, um, through Endeavour. It wasn't yeah. like uh, all men behind the ball no. and catch them on the break. Oh no, no, no. They no. were taking the game to them, especially in the first <laughs> half.
2: Yeah. And City weren't slick at they all. They weren't slick They They're, they're having... Um, do you feel like
0: they were just having a day off though?
2: I don't think... I, well, yeah, they were. But I still think like...
0: They have what it takes to not be having it.
2: I mean, yeah, they had but he had days off last season and like yeah. teams they were washing teams easy. Obviously De Bruyne are not playing I think that's a bit. gonna
0: be a little bit of an issue. Huh? just a tiny issue, like De Bruyne, I just feel like he sometimes calms and settles everything down with like a crazy pass out of nowhere and then everyone just goes Listen, and sits on top. Everyone
2: again. everyone has their like every team has to cope without their best players. We've all we've all done it, you know me being an Arsenal fan and you being a West Ham fan, you would have known that for the last 10 years your best player is always out injured. I don't care because they've got a whole roster for the superstars. Yeah, I'm not giving a flying about but David then, De Bruyne. I don't
1: know. It did make me laugh a little bit when Bernardo Silva, everyone was, as soon as Bernardo Silva came in for De Bruyne, everyone was like, he's not even missing a beat. You know, it's like the, the team is exactly the same like Kevin De Bruyne didn't do what he'd done last year because <laughs> yeah. he was transcending the game you know especially at, the, at the, maybe in the middle of the season we were talking like I've never seen a player do it mm. and I've, I've obviously uh, players like Ronaldo and Messi like will rack up all the statistics and long term they'll be remembered as these like statistical beasts or whatever but De Bruyne was playing football at his peak last year and it was like I've not seen players do this kind of thing it like t- so it, it, it's only it's inevitable that they drop off mm. even if that drop off is from world class to world class. Yeah. There's a little bit of a gap that means they draw a game rather than win a game. Yeah. It's funny how, like, the, the Liverpool game where they won 1 0 against Brighton this weekend, that was the game that Man City would have had last year. That they and Liverpool would have been the team drawing it, the game when they should have won it last year. Do you know what I mean? It was like the Liverpool and City this weekend swatch, swapped roles. I don't think that means anything for the rest of the season, but it was just interesting this weekend at least. Well,
2: I will say that probably thinking about how Wolves played, it was kind of like a poor man's version of how Liverpool played against Man City. It was just like they were at them straight away. They did not, there was no fear, there was no panic. They basically did what Liverpool did at um, Anfield. Um, right, in just the, pressing them. Like, yeah, pressing yeah, them. Palace yeah, ha- ha- tried it last
1: year and there's a few yeah, Palace, yeah. tried it last year
2: And I, I think that's the way you got to play against I think, them. I think more
0: teams have to be braver and, and go yeah. about doing that. And I think you're right. There's mistakes in that back four. Like, and company has compl- Suspect. He artistic, had a real like. bad game. Suspect. I mean, tell a man about company.
2: Suspect.
0: He has declined. John Stone a sitting on the bench.
2: So bad I'm choice. Sure i not why. I don't know. I, I don't
0: know. Maybe it's just like what he represents. Like, no. like as a He's squad. a leader. Yeah. He's
2: a leader, though. He is yeah. a leader. Like, he will, yeah. you know, he's the type of player that could calm things down and be like, okay, cool, guys. We're going we're gonna to win this game just through sheer of will. Yeah. But he's got a mistake or two in it.
0: Yeah. And he's off the pace a lot now. Yeah. Um, Tottenham Man United.
2: Woo!
0: 3-0 Tottenham. Woo! This is... The cool. meltdown is...
2: Woo! Full flow, it, it, baby! It's a slow Mario. meltdown. Listen, listen. It's cooking Hurricane lab. Mourinho is on the way, baby. You know what it is? It's like smoke pulling that yeah. in the air. Smoke pulling like that co- in the air. I love this shit. It's that
0: long cook meat. You know, that long cooked soft coming off the bone this <laughs> has been this has been coming since pre-season
2: season. pre-season definitely i think mean, it was, I was last, saying, season, last season i was
0: sensing it it was, it was coming and everyone was like just wait just wait it was it, oh, that free third year, season that third, third season. season yeah and now it's, that, again, it's I'm mad i'm it's loving early it. though it's kicked up early you know like, it's it's like a great movie that just kicks off. well really he quick. he
2: was pissed off from pre-season so when Mourinho's pissed off from pre-season unless if if they're not winning and the pressure's on, and he's really upset with certain man. Everyone's getting it. Everyone. And but he's been trying to be smart about how he how he handles himself. Like we spoke about the the game last season. Sorry, last week about like
0: the interview after.
2: Yeah. So he was calm, but you could tell he was pissed off. Like don't you know. You could tell he was pissed off. But he, me and Eddie was talking while I was watching. He was like, okay, cool. He seems like he's he's wiser up. God knows that during the as I said to you last week. Yeah, during the week especially like what, reading the newspapers and watching TV, like everything that everyone's been talking about is crisis at Man United, crisis at Man United, crisis at Man United. So that's got to him already. Um, and if you go into the match and you lose the match. It's now crisis at Man United and you're the, you're the central point of it all. I think it,
1: I, it wasn't even, it was before the match that it even started. So he, it, I only read this this morning that it was um, his pre-match press conference that he arrived half an hour early and, and he, he went on for like four minutes. So that plays into your point exactly, Elijah, saying that um, that week of bad press that he's getting or all the sort of pressure that he's been getting, it gets to him. I think he has this, um, I mean, everyone talks about his ego and stuff and it's like laughed away and laughed off. as like he's just got this big ego and whatever, but he could actually just be so narcissistic that he just can't handle it. And we've seen it time and time again. He gets loads of pressure in the media and he just does erratic things. And he was doing it before he loses the game, and then obviously goes loses three 0 and his reaction to it is just odd as well. It's
2: it's interesting because I, I I've been thinking about I wouldn't say it's only him. I think I think has alluded to this in the past where you got this um it's a generational thing of managers. Like I don't they would each would have handled it differently, but they but all three would have probably felt the same as in Mourinho, Alex Ferguson, and Wenger. Like see see Mourinho in both press conferences. The, pre-press conference and the post-match post press conference. Um, I can imagine Wenger being very agitated by, by the media. And Wenger said it before, you guys don't treat me with respect. Alex Ferguson, he probably would have went, went on a rant because it's Alex Ferguson, you can't really chat shit to my it, man.
0: It's like they're like these the egos, like they're un- not untouchables, but it's like I've been around, I've been doing this for 20, 30 years and you are a reporter who just... You're just on the peripheral what? of football and you have the cheek to tell me about the teams, the players that I
2: see every day and yeah. you're telling me how they feel, how they feel about me. I think culturally it's different though, because like the way you talk to like my dad may be different to how you talk to your granddad. You have to talk to your granddad with a different level of respect. It's different. Like I'm saying it's like generation wise, it's different. Yeah. So therefore, you know, for marino Wenger and, and, and Ferguson them talking to someone that's older, for them to talk to someone that's older than them, they would talk to them with the utmost respect. Of course. Nowadays, like we don't give to, a shit.
0: Like when Marina used to talk to Alex Ferguson, and it was always always, was, Cameron, they, always yeah, yeah.
2: they always loved each other. Yeah, they always loved each other. So like he's looking for that same side of respect, but society, the way society is built at the moment, is if like if you don't do anything for me, I don't respect you. I don't care if you're fucking fifty year fifty years old. If I'm twenty five and you ain't doing nothing for me, fuck you.
1: The media have got a job to do as yep. well. I mean, I I, um, I don't know. How, football journalists to me, I'm not. I'm sort of one, but I'm not one. I'm one in my spare time or whatever. My my feelings on football journalists go differ like from week to week. Um, sometimes they just seem like they want to be chummy with all the managers, and I just think, what are you getting, what are you gaining from that relationship, other than you just feel good about yourself? You're not you're not getting any interest out of this out of the story. Sometimes. Journalists seem like they're just going so heavy on Mourinho just because they want something. they, they a gold They've one. got a deadline and they've got, they need a headline. Yeah, he's a headline And they're desperate one. for it. Yeah. Um, they're poking him. But Mourinho shouldn't react. I mean, he, he... He should know better. And he should know that it means nothing. If he's that confident that his team... Because after this game, he said his team played well. He thinks that they were kind of unlucky to lose 3-0, which there is a little bit of an argument for. They, they played better than they did when they lost to Brighton you know, Brighton deserved to beat them 3-0. Mm. Um, this Tottenham game felt a little bit odd where... But they still lost the game 3-0. I think the if he's, if he's that confident the team played well, then he should be confident to be able to take the team to one side and be like, look, we played well,
2: blah, blah, mm. And not have to worry about what the press say about it. Mm. But he obviously does. I do think... I do think two things. First thing is that sometimes this is Marino To an extent, this is Marino's fault because your he, energy has been negative from, let's say, pre-season. So, therefore, people are just latching on to the negative energy that you've, that, that you've created. So, therefore, they're looking for the negative story that's going to be the goldmine. But to another extent, I don't know how I would feel being in his position where every, every time I pick up the newspaper on the back pages, it's just, if it's not me and Pogba, it's me and somebody else. Like, it will get to anybody.
0: But don't you think when Mourinho first came to the Premier League, and he started off this crazy relationship with the media like yep. from the get-go yep. I'm the special one yep. like, he used to just like smooth all of them yep. and now he's at a point where it's like he can't say anything right and they absolutely
1: he's go. older maybe the media's changed as well maybe they have got a bit more cut for it yeah um, I think maybe back then even a foreign manager was kind of exciting and it even I mean we had a lot at that time in the Premier League but it was still kind of a novelty all these like new styles of coming and playing football and then there's this egotistical maniac Mm. coming in saying he was special and all this kind of stuff i think a lot of the media fell for it and fell for him and a lot of people just Mm. fell for him of just like oh he's such a character i love him and they maybe went on went easy on him for that but after decades of having relationships with all these journalists and Mourinho consistently like throwing them under the bus Mm. saying to these journalists are unprofessional and not doing their job Mm. there's journalists that will ask a question and he'll be like it will just completely belittle all the question they ask and stuff. Mm. So maybe it is in their interest to like, I want to get it, get one over on him now. Now he's doing bad because mm. it's just one person coming after another person's job both ways. Um, maybe it's just again, it's that three year thing. It, it could be all be linked in with the media cycle. Mm. The the players are also reading all this stuff. They're reading the probably not reading the papers. They're probably not reading. They're on, it, on Twitter yeah. and they can see all these headlines, all this kind of crap. So the, the three year cycle isn't probably just a weird coincidence. It could just be a sign of. This is the media, the players, the, the, board. the board. It's yeah. just a combination of all of it that he brings on himself.
2: Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think I do think I read an article the other day um, and it said basically who's to blame with, for the crisis at United. And it had Mourinho um, for the way he's handled situations, the way he's belittled players in public um, and not getting things right tactically. It had Ed Woodward. Yep. For not getting in the players that um he wanted. Marina wanted, which is, you know, fair enough. Um and for not for not appreciating the style of football. I think he said, I think there was a quote, uh, don't quote me on this, but he said something to the extent of um the style of football that we play doesn't affect our commercial value. So when a when a when a when a chairman says something like that, basically what he's saying is I don't care if the football isn't damaging us commercially. I don't care. That's my own interest. So from that aspect of it, I think a lot of fans are upset with him. And then you got the players. I don't think the players have stepped personally I don't think the players have stepped up um enough. I think when you have managers like Mourinho, Wenger and Alex Ferguson, it's easy to hide behind them. When they when they when the team loses, people aren't looking at the team, people are looking at the managers and nine out of 10 times because they are such characters they're going to either take it on their chest or no matter what they say, it's always going to be focused on those three. Whereas maybe with other clubs, you can look at other, play- the other players. If Tottenham lose, you can look at Ali and Kane and certain man because, you know, Marie- Patricino isn't as big a character for Tottenham as Mourinho is for Man United or as Wenger has been for um, Arsenal, for example. So I do think with those, I mean, those three godly dinosaurs, they take more flat than anybody else has because of who they are. But they, don't you think that the players are,
0: some of the players, I'm f- talking of the Lindelofs, the, just the smaller guys, yeah. they're not scared of Mourinho? Like, do you want to get on his wrong side? Do you know what I mean? You're saying that they're hiding and they're carrying no, behind him. No,
2: but no, no, but as in, as in taking responsibility for their performances and their, and for mm, the match. Like, mm. I feel like it's easy to lose and be like, well, the manager's eating with that shit. Yeah. You know, but, but don't
0: you think they're like, the managers made us play this way. Like big, even bigger guys could be saying that as well. Like even that's
1: like a get out. It is a as a professional as a person, you should always just be critical of your own performance. Exactly. Yeah, and it it, it, it does seem like man, you individually the players aren't just turning around to themselves and saying like I could have done more in that game. If if the ho- if all the press are getting after Mourinho, it's also like an easy answer for them and just be like <laughs> Well Mourinho's not getting the best out of me. But when you're not
0: happy at a place and I'm saying a lot of these guys I don't exactly. think are happy and I think Pogba's, point Pogba's point was the best one ago, yeah. 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 but I'm you not happy you can easily say when I came here, what I came here for, this was not the the idea that was sold to me. Like I thought I was gonna come here, play my style of football, and it's completely. You, well, first like, thing first, yeah. Yeah, go on.
2: You're playing for Marina, so you know what you're gonna get. So I'm not hearing that bullshit. Mm. Secondly, you're getting paid three hundred grand a week. You better put a fucking smile on your face and pay for some fucking football. That's <laughs> what I would say. <laughs> you better play some. Like, but, like, but, but I'm not, like how much but the thing is, I'm not hearing that because then any any player could just have the oomph. That's what I don't like. I feel like that's what I'm saying. It's easy now. Back in the day where you had if you feel a player could do that for Silas Ferguson, nah. he's gone. Yeah. But look at David Beckham. There's a reason why he had a, a, has stitches in his in his eyebrow No, that. Jab also. Oh yeah. Got, got, got Listen.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Listen, you're lucky that managers can't beat you up anymore. We'll <laughs> <laughs> talk. No, I agree. We will talk like everyone knows about Fergie and the hair dry treatment in the in the change room. Like like I don't like it, there's a level of um profession um of professionality that you need to have when you're playing football and you're getting X amount of players a week. or oh, sorry, X amount of pounds a week. Um, I don't want to hear, for me personally, as a football fan, players having the ump because their manager's telling them to do some of their they don't want to do. We all at work do things that we don't like. It's part of, as we said, it's part of life.
0: life. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm a big advocate for like personal pride should be your number one motivation. You don't want to let yourself down, right? Yeah. And I think Mourinho... Is a perfect example of that. And any time he's had success in the past, he's had certain players in those teams that are just so dedicated to their own success. And it doesn't... Players like Ronaldo, or even... It pains me to say it, but John Terry... And, and Lampard, 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 yeah. And these players are just like so... They can Yeah, they can motivate themselves... Um, just through like player rivalries on on the pitch, and it doesn't matter what the manager says to him. That's how they play the game. I don't I don't see that in United's team. It's at all.
2: It's, it's great that you said it because it's also a generational thing between the players. Yeah, the players, t- players, then, yeah, and the players play right good. now, and that's very key what you said because the players back then. I don't know. I, I think it's wrong to say this, but I'm gonna fucking say it. They were real men. Like, they could go out on the football pitch and motivate them so they can pick up themselves. Mourinho, like, Marino's probably thinking I'm managing a whole bunch of kids. Players that want to just do little handshakes and, and a dab and then they're happy. Or, like, or tweet
0: that they've not had a good game. Exactly. But, but, but we'll try again next week. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, it's mean. a
2: whole... So <sighs> I think those
1: players still exist. Some of those players still exist. Lower level, though. Know, lower I level. Lower I just don't think they exist at... In that uh, in that United night. I think Harry Kane is one of those players that is just yeah. pure um, I would say is. self-motivation it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't have yeah. to be aggressive it doesn't have to be there's yeah. just something. There's a level of professionalism you can see in certain footballers that you think you could play for anyone and you would have the same performance Yeah, I, I agree. think Lukaku is actually quite close I think Lukaku always does try to put in a shift mm-hmm. we we see that with the open goal that he missed at, um, against Tottenham we see that he isn't always successful mm-hmm. but I think whoever he plays for he has this self-drive mm-hmm. that is maybe like this is why Mourinho loves him so much because he yeah. can see, like, I don't need to tell him to do anything. He's He'll just going to do, do it. it. Yeah. He's going to do what I bought him to do. Um, that's a... It's a fault of Mourinho, though. he's isn't... Some, some players you have to try and drag something out of. You've got to drag a performance out of because people are all different. Yeah. But usually in a team, you've got a core three, few players that you just rely on I know what you're going to do this game because you do it week in, week out.
2: Yeah, there's not enough of them at United. United just don't have them, do they? Maybe De Gea. Maybe De Gea and Lukaku. Oh, and Matich, I will say. Cause <laughs> I, I've seen a few interviews for Matic, um even last season, where he was just like, we'll, he just was honest. We were like, it wasn't like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll pour, but we'll come back next week. He was just like laying into the team. And I'm like, and when I watched, I, I can't remember who it was against. I think they they had they'd won, but I think Matich just scored the only goal or something like that. Um, and watching that interview, I said to myself, like, there's a, a leader in him. Uh, he might not be vocal, but you could tell, like, he's someone that will come out, come, they'll go back to the change room after the match, look at himself in the mirror and say, okay, cool, that wasn't good enough. I need to do X, Y, Z next game to improve my game and improve the team's performance. I don't think you've got enough of that at United and in football in general, but...
1: but yeah. I think you can still go around a lot of teams in that in that league and say, I see it in De Bruyne, Asuka, yeah. Um, I don't want to just list all the top players or say James Milner, someone like James Milner. It's like that guy's got a a level of professionalism and drive to his own performance that like just being around that is inspiring. Someone like Kante, Kante like just being next to Kante, seeing all the work they put in and the work he puts on his own game Mm. is inspiring to be around. Pogba talks a good game. I think he can be quite critical on himself verbally, but I think during a game he doesn't, he doesn't drag his team with him. Or I'm,
2: I'm going to say something that's wild and he's going to get at me for saying this. And Go he's going to get at me. But I do feel like, I was thinking about this yesterday. I think Pobba is a lesser version of Ozil. And what I mean by that is that he... Whoa. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, let let well, it, it wasn't you. It was him then. <laughs> let he he me finish for the context. <laughs> as in, I think Pobba is a little bit of a luxury player. Yeah, exactly. And in this, in this day and age, as we keep saying with Ozil, you can't have a luxury player. Like, look how hard the Bueno runs across the pitch. James Miller runs because of, Tyler runs because of, we all know that we, quite clearly Pogba doesn't want to do that.
0: I, I'm, I'm going to agree with you.
2: He's a luxury player and he's a luxury player that I'm maybe Man United agree. can't God afford God. to have. I, agree. I think to myself, can I see Pogba at Liverpool? No. Can I see him at Man City? He's good enough to play for them but he won't. Put, I don't think he'll put in the work where I, that, I think that he, that I he think would.
1: He's a, I think he's a luxury personality and I think if you if he played for Liverpool, if he played for City, the manager would treat him in a certain way that would then get what he wanted out of him I think I think he isn't the personality to drag his own game to a certain level where for France maybe he does it a little bit more but then France accommodates him so much that he then puts in that extra little bit of effort because he feels a bit special or something I think that's what he needs and it's not so much that he's doesn't want to do the running it just he it doesn't it's not like his it, game yeah he doesn't feel like it, he should do it for the system or yeah. he's not getting anything back and always kind of, I think he's a bit of a complex character
0: but I think that's what makes you a luxury player. The fact that you feel. You, you feel. You know, you have to do certain things. And you don't want to do like, it. I'm, I'm better not, than this. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm better than that. I don't need to do that. And we see it at Arsenal week in, week out of Ozil. Um Again, Pogba doesn't do
2: what he should be doing. Yes, so, but also,
0: what, it's the support system around him and the yeah, players around him of also doesn't match but what like, I think he should be at. But like,
2: when I look at it, yeah, the way Man United set up yesterday, they had Herrera. Matic and Fred in the middle and they let Peppa play more of a free role. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he didn't do anything. So like they even, acc- like Marino's even try, trying to accommodate him in that sense and he didn't do anything.
1: But I think he's, he's got to be accommodated psychologically. I yeah, no, I agree. I, I think agree. I don't agree. know if you've seen any of the, that Man City documentary where you see Guardiola and how he speaks to all his players. Mm. And I think St- Raheem Sterling such a perfect example of this that, yeah, Maybe it's society's changing, and it's not just football and yeah. not football culture, but culture generally. That like we're all a bit more pampered, and kids and younger people get more pampered as you get older. We definitely got tarnished with that when like, or we were c- considered as like the generation that everyone gets a trophy and all that kind of stuff. Our kids are softer every time. Blah blah blah. Um, but good managers seem to be adapting to that, yeah. and Guardiola's taking someone like Raheem Sterling and explaining to him, you have to do this running because the whole team. Yeah. Is based on this this system and explain to them why it's so important, rather than just expect them to do it off their own back. Yeah, which I mean, that's just how it is, I guess.
2: Yeah, I will say I I agree with that, but like in says sense, I don't think like parenting. I don't think there's only one way of parenting. I think different parents have different styles, and I as long as there's love there, as if you want your your players or your sons to 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 um to achieve the best that they can do, it's it's more the why than the what. So like, there's different whats. There's Mourinho's way. There's Guardiola's way there's Klopp's way there's Wenger's way there's Fergie's way they all have their different what's but why they do it is, all the, is always going to be the same reason because they want their teams to be um, as good as they can be I do feel like within a, within a player like you've got yourself to, listen Pop has worked so hard to get himself to where he is I think he's got to a level now where I feel like he feels like he just relax and people can just do it around like when you have a lot of yes men around you in your day to day life you may expect to go into work and just have a whole lot of yes men but those guys don't work for you. You work for them.
0: I don't know. I, I get get and I agree with a lot of what you two are saying. I just don't think he's even happy. Like and I'm. No, no I'm I agree. No, I like, agree. Like I don't think he goes to that Manchester training ground day and like thinking I'm happy to be here. It's I like agree. I think he's probably got his tummy's hurting a little bit. Like you know when you had to go somewhere and you really didn't want to go. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I yeah. think he's
0: got nervous butterflies going into work every Monday. Like, like
2: like everyone going to work today after Carnival. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs>
0: I just think, and I think, I think that makes him feel like he's not happy, but, but he's been made captain. Like, he, Marino is actually trying. He's trying a different way, which he doesn't usually try. But we know Mourinho. Like, so I'll, like, I'll give him that. I'll give him that.
2: And I will say, Pogba's been the same since the first season. Like, yeah. there's, no, there's not been a progression in Pogba. For me, personally, not that much of a progression in his three years. So, yeah. it, he, it wasn't, so he wasn't unhappy in the first year, from what I could tell. Mm. I just
0: want to see that, I think... Marini's going to go at some oh, point yeah, yeah. I just yeah. want to see whoever takes over and how it changes what they get from that, that what team. they can take from that team yeah because it's not don't get me wrong it's not a great team but there are some stars in that team
2: I think attacking wise they're good I just think yeah. defensively they're defensively, terrible oh yeah
0: whenever I say they're not a great team I think of Lindelof's face comes up in my, <laughs> in but,
1: my then,
2: mind. but then they, they uh, I
1: think Bae of Jones and, <laughs> and Lindelof were straight out and Jones and Smalling played against Tottenham yeah. You know, they, they can't just keep swapping. Yeah,
2: yeah. He, I think he said yesterday he doesn't know who his best back forward. Well, I mean, I think he means his best back too.
0: Even his, be- even his they best they defender isn't playing good. is probably one of their best defender, and he's still. Playing and they've got
1: um, Timothy Fozumensa, right back at Killing It at Fulham, out on loan at Fulham, and they need a right back. Uh, I just, I think, I know I mean, this is quite a niche point or whatever, but there's so many reasons for Mourinho just like, what are you doing now then? If no, if that um, if players can't self motivate, and if Mourinho can't get the best out of them, and blah blah, blah, blah blah, and can keep going, then what is he doing? Yeah, because now his 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 tactics aren't working.
2: Yeah, he's got to go back to the drawing board. I think he yeah. needs to go. Back. I think he needs to change his energy as well because that negativity that negativity that you brought it's helped create the situation.
1: Have but you seen his? Um, I mean, uh, I, I'm going off a tangent really now. You seen his pictures that he uses on like Sky Sports? You know they do like the team sheets yeah look. Mourinho looks like a, the like the dark lord <laughs> like the Sith Lord he, like yeah he, I know everyone has to look kind of like they're told like look tough or something but he just looks like menacing he is like corrupted stress like, his eyes are getting darker stress. and darker like. stress I'm
0: saying I, the stress. guy he's,
1: ne- he's, been,
0: he's been negative from day man like You've every time, every time he leaves, he, he leaves in like a m like I'm gonna trash the whole office. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah he have been yeah, doing yeah.
0: this a long time. Like but he does that. He's done it. Yeah. Did he do that, Romajid? Though, maybe not. I feel no, like I, I feel like that was the best. Ty- like the best. No, place he, he,
2: he left. no, he broke up oh, real bad. He was the really, president. That was really bad. Yeah, that was really. bad. That's probably one of the worst. Fans hated. The only, place he's left, he's left two places good. In Milan and Porter. yeah. That's because he left.
0: They loved him. Won everything. Yeah, it's like I'm going somewhere else. Well,
2: not to be fair, that Chelsea, he still loved at Chelsea. Like, it's just that he didn't get along with yeah, the... Yeah. With right, the, with, right, yeah. Okay. yeah it is what it is. Well, let's
0: wrap the episode up there. Uh, again, new issue <laughs> well, of... Well done, Tottenham, as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yeah well um, <laughs> so, all the Mourinho news just crowded that. Uh, yeah, well um, done, Tottenham. And if we were to talk about Tottenham, Elijah will just get on to get uh, Lucas... I don't Mourinho. know how... Yeah, listen, like, I was going <laughs> to say that, but... Yeah,
2: see... That see, was mad so But, like, to like, like <laughs> he's rectifying that. But I've got one question, yeah. I'll put this out oh, to my United fans, here, And you guys, hit us up at... Top Corner Magazine on Twitter and on on top corner mag on both okay cool question for you guys how are you going to let a homeless team come into your home and trash your yard (laughs) you bunch of
0: wallies (laughs) Uh, again issue 9 is out for pre-order out for
1: uh, pre-order shipping next week September the 7th September the 2nd sorry
0: cool great Uh, please follow it subscribe yeah, I need to rest that out. <laughs> yeah, follow and subscribe on all our handles: uh, Top Corner Mag on Instagram and Twitter, and, and Facebook, and Facebook, and we've got a YouTube channel. Um, so I'm not sure how to find that yet. Find it on topcornermagazine.com.
1: Top it's all linked on there.